what is going on boys and girls ladies and gentlemen we are here with episode six of xp share i am your host j dogging with my boys juice wayne and kyle what's going on what's good how y'all living how we doing how we feeling i'm trying my best (laughs) yeah dude uh i'm doing my best i Final Fantasy 16 has its claws in me. I don't know. I'm always thinking about it. Oh, my God. It's got you sucked in, dog. Dude. It's got I'm, you sucked I'm in. Filthy fucking addict. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, wait. Hold on. Wait. Where's my... Where's my... Uh... Where's my background with the with, with the video, bro? Hold on. Oh, I, thought, I, I thought I had the... Oh. I thought I had the, the, the beautiful background with the video, you know? Oh, you know, did you do the broadcast? Hold on. Did you... Did you do the thing or did I forget to do the thing? I think I forgot to do the thing. Actually, I mean, it really, it really doesn't matter to be honest with you. But you know, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do it anyways because I mean, not, you know, it, it, it kind of it kind of works because I didn't have the mask on your thing. So I mean, it, it works, dude. Bro, it's crazy because it, it says Nvidia broadcast has the background removal on. So, are you using the right video input for Video Ninja? You might Damn. be using like webcam instead of your NVIDIA. Oh, that's a great question. That's yeah, a great change question. You let me, it right like, now. like let me like let me check though, because if I'm not, then I'm I'm a real idiot. <laughs> ah, I'm a real <laughs> idiot. You know? Yeah. Ah, oh yeah, shit. that's. Uh, Damn, I look good now. Okay, cool. What's up? What's up? Uh, are you gonna make What's me going do on? some finagling? God damn it, Mike. God <laughs> fucking damn it, Mike. What you what you finagling with? Oh He's shit! Just a finagler. Apparently that. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> Wait oh a god, minute. That was sick. That Wait a, a minute. Fire. What just what just happened, dude? Wait, that what? Just, fire. What, you just what are you what doing, are you bro? Doing? You're killing him. I need more. I need more light so so it doesn't. Oh wait. Okay. 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 What's going on here? So it's it's similar colors. It's sharing. It has to be a different background than black if you're gonna chroma key it. It's got to be like a. That's why mine's like a hot pink because it doesn't conflict with any of the colors in my model. Oh, you know what? Because we were using color key before. That's why. Oh, is it something else? Uh. Because I usually just use the same. (laughs) <laughs> There's got to be a new emote, which just happened. There's there's a couple new emotes in there. <laughs> First what it was the... me running, running Wait, away in the banana suit. The next time he fucks it up, make some funny faces. I can make some emotes out of this. There we go. There we go. Now we're talking. Now we need to. Now we need to give him his. Uh... Give me that gray. Give me that gray. That somber, depressed gray. Wait, where's that? Yo, what? I'm far too lazy for any of that nonsense. <laughs> I believe it. What up, Brett? How you doing? We have uh, <laughs> Mr. Espion. <laughs> 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 oh, we're, we're a podcast with a guest joining us. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> there's someone here with us. <laughs> God damn! What an episode already! Oh my god, yo, this is great. What's going on, Brett? Welcome to the podcast. How you doing, my dude? I'm doing pretty good. Just a little sore from my beach activities yesterday, but 
Otherwise, beaching, chilling, yeah. Play some some beat activities. Yeah, (laughs) cheating up homeless people on the beach. Um, he said beach, not beat. With a ch. (laughs) (laughs) You ever find yourself like trying to correct? You know, like when you're like correcting yourself, you have to like really just say every syllable so it makes sense (laughs) in your head. (laughs) Oh, you know what I'm doing? That's what I'm on the wrong fucking. I'm on the wrong camera, dude. I'm on the wrong JD's camera. JD's still fucking working on it. There His mind's go. turning. There we go. There we go. Brain's cranking. Hi, Mike. How's it going? Welcome to the stream. Hey, bud. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because we like we, we we do this every other week, but I mean, even today there were there are little minor things that I forgot. I'm like, it's not like I haven't done this before. How am I forgetting these little tiny settings? You've done this <laughs> on my times computer. Now. Exactly. Well, I mean, and, and even well, no, no, know, no. During... We've done it six. You've done it a couple. five times. Five, five times. times. Yeah. Because <laughs> even during during COVID, I did DJ streams, and it's like the settings never change. But for some reason, my brain did. I I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I feel yeah. it. It was because it was because we didn't do this DJ stream last week. You know, your mind just so boggled and shit. Uh, yeah, probably why. That's probably, feel... probably why. My dad. My my dad screwed it all up. Juice becoming part of the matrix. <laughs> Straight up, though. Anyway, what's going on, guys? We got episode six of XP with none other than SP, your boy, the Smash Guru of the world, yeah, right yeah, now. We're gonna oh, we have a do. fun time talking about this, and um, you know, as as much as much as it's been fun to just kind of go shoot the shit i think we're gonna actually shoot for an hour this time let's let's try to do that let's uh uh-huh. <laughs> lock and load, dude. instead of the usual like, like, movie that we do why can't i hear you guys <laughs> oh gosh bro first of all first was the chrome heat out this Oh my god. It's cursed. We are having all the technical difficulties today. I don't like this. It's crazy. It's almost now like we're just like <laughs> word. 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 It's all word, bro. Word. This is a problem. Now I'm sitting here by myself. Just talking to myself. All by myself. Don't want to be on by my... Okay, now I'm scared. 4th of July? Hello? Oh, there we go. What's up, boys? <laughs> We're back. Oh, you figured it out there? Juice over here oh. trying to keep the fucking train going. <laughs> What's up, boys? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. I got, How I'm about out. those cowboys? Yeah, but whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess all I can think about. Oh, my God. Anyway, what's going on, Brett? How you guys doing? Um, we're going to talk about a little Smash Ultimate today. Uh, Brett's been through a few, if not many, OAM tournaments. Smash Guru. A few. <laughs> a few, a few many. Um, a few too many. <laughs> a few too many. <laughs> a few many. A few many. That's now a new term. Um, yeah, a couple of many. So, Brett. Tell us about yourself, how you got into gaming, what got you into Smash, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, well, as far as gaming is concerned, I mean that's 
been in my life longer than I can remember. Um, I'm told that when I was two years old, I was the one who could, you know, hook up and unhook the fucking NES system to the TV. And uh, my only memory of that is I know my dad was cheating as hell in track and field because he would use his lighter to mash A and B together real quick. And I was over here trying to press the damn button. He was, you know, but uh, beyond that, I mean, I've always played games. I've always, always had a competitive mindset. You know, I played sports growing up, um, both on teams and just for fun with friends. And eventually, you know, the internet kind of got a little, a little better. And we started doing some more online gaming. And as far as actual competing, I've probably been competing in various games since 2006. So, I mean, it's... I've got some years <laughs> under my belt for various different titles. Um, and with Smash Brothers specifically, I mean, I've always kind of played it when it came out. I w- wasn't, it was more of a casual thing at first, as everyone typically is. Um, but I think in the middle of high school, it was like right around the time Super Smash Brothers Brawl came out for the Wii, um, I really found a core group of friends who were all interested in just getting better and getting better and I, I started going to tournaments there and um we had a game club in our high school we ran some tournaments at the school and that was always fun um and really it just slowly but surely took off from there i just I just always loved the game always had a passion for it just kept playing kept getting better and uh well you know plateaued a little bit now but you know i got a full-time job so shit's hard but uh, <laughs> shit is hard <laughs> uh, adulting yeah, yeah, you know, being a grown ass man, as you will. So, uh, <laughs> um, I mean, lands no. aren't necessarily entirely sustainable, especially in uh, lower it's, NorCal, yeah, especially in Smash Brothers in general, uh, which is a, a topic we'll probably touch on later too. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, but I'm, re- I'm ready to talk about esports for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> God. Uh, can we just can we just like rewind for a sec like just go all the way back to the beginning your your dad fused the a and b buttons together with a lighter no 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 <laughs> just he was using a light it could have been any plastic device he was just oh, sliding <laughs> well i'm pressing the button and he's getting five times as many inputs as I ever could with my hand. And that, that's my core memory of track and field on the internet. That's like the most genius idea I think I've ever heard. Like I've seen some ingenious <laughs> button mashing strats, but I'm not sure I've ever heard one that's like as practical and cool as that one. I mean, on the yeah. NES controller, it's, it's a rectangle with two buttons. You can't yep. fuck it up, really. So, I mean, you, <laughs> you just I'll... slide back and forth, chapstick <laughs> or a lighter or, you know, whatever. It all, it's all any hard plastic. I'm over here thinking, like, just, he literally just, just, like, fused, yeah. like, melted the two <laughs> buttons together, like. <laughs> yeah. Jesus no. Christ. He wasn't that smart, and that probably wouldn't have worked, but. Yeah. <laughs> probably would have broken that street door. smarts right there. That's fucking street smarts that gave birth to that. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, so let's get straight into it. Brett, who do you play? Who do you absolutely... Yeah, I know you have one main. Maybe you have a few alts. Tell us about your play style. What you like about Smash. What you hate about Smash. And then we're gonna... Unless you guys got something else, we'll dump, we'll just jump right into esports. Um. Well, with this also leads back to Brawl and the Wii. Uh, in Brawl, I was a like a only played King Dedede. 
Um, that was the first. I knew it. Introducing. <laughs> um, I know Brett. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I played him back then. He was actually a good character in that game. Um, for anyone who's younger and hasn't played Brawl, um, he was actually good in that game. He had chain grabs, which is basically you can grab over and over again till ridiculous percents. And he had pretty fast frame data. He was heavy, so he was hard to kill. He had, he had everything good that a heavy would want going for him. Uh, and then Smash for Wii U came out, and everything that was good about him was gone, and all of his flaws are still there and amplified. So he was probably like bottom three in that game. Um, still played him then because, uh, as bad as he was, his fat, funny penguin DNA was in my DNA at that point. I couldn't stop <laughs> it. Uh, and then, sort of the same thing with Ultimate. Ultimate, he's definitely better than Smash 4, but the issue is so is everybody else. So uh, the, the engine in general is just a much better engine to be able to play like that neutral state. You know, when you, when you and the opponent are both waiting for that first interaction, um, every character has a lot more tools to kind of initiate or not initiate in some cases. Uh, but the, the problem is every other character or most other characters have a lot more of those tools to kind of force the fight in their favor. Um, so I do still play King Dedede. Uh He's still not good. He's probably still like a bottom five character. But that being said, Ultimate is pretty decently balanced um, as far as the tier list is concerned. Um, but there are some glaring weaknesses. Uh, so even though I do think the game as a whole is pretty reasonably balanced, he's still pretty bad um, <laughs> comparatively. <laughs> Um, as far as alternate characters, I mean, I've, I've been going through a character crisis since the first year of this game's release. And, uh, with that being said, I play basically every character to some degree. Um, but none of them really click the way this stupid bird did. And, uh, that's why I still play him. Hell yeah. Um, but the thing, I mean, I, and I've entered tournaments with different, you know, with Yoshis and Sheik, Sora, Inkling, Pikachu, Rob. Uh, Donkey Kong. I mean, like the the list of characters I've put in the bracket goes on. Most of them have done okay, but um, it it's really it always ends up back to I'm just gonna play the bird, whatever, you know. Like, it, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Bro, that's exactly first... why I love Kirby too. Cause, yeah, because it's just it's just a little cute pink thing, and I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> you you're cute and pink, and we're gonna fight. Like, like, like there's there's no there's no real reason for it. It's just you know what, you're here. You're yeah. hot. I mean, well, not hot, but you know. Damn! What the Whoa. fuck? What the? <laughs> Damn! Wait, boss. Hey, you know, hey, you get Kirby's, the, you get the Kirby's point. dash attack. He lights on fire. You know, whatever. It's the same. He's it's literally hot. It's hot. It's hot. <laughs> it lights me on fire. That's for sure. Man, did that car and was like, oh my god. <laughs> oh shit! This How do I get real. there? Give me some of that, he said. Uh, but um, I, I don't know. I get it's like I get, and we're gonna, of course, we're gonna touch on it when we when we get into esports too. But it's it's like it, it gets into the comfort pick zone, right? Terrible time. I mean, Take a hit of that, but yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, you know, I definitely, it is a comfort pick, but. I think in fighting games versus your traditional team-based games, comfort picks, it's less about being a comfort pick and just who is your best character. 
Because in a fighting game, it's just you and the other dude. Um, if you're significantly better than your opponent, the matchup matters a lot less. You're probably going to win. Um, but in, in that, it is... It, it, I, would, I don't consider it a comfort pick so much as this is my best character. And that, that's more of a fighting game-specific thing. Um, because it, it, traditionally, when you say a comfort pick, it's like, it's like I can do... I can play this character well enough in a team situation that even if they're not the best, um, you know, the best complement to my teammates' characters, I, I'm still good enough to make shit happen. Um, whereas if you're playing a fighting game or any 1v1 game, but that's, you know, competitive-wise, it's basically fighting games, um, it's really just a, a matter of I know my best buttons and when to press them a lot better than you do. And it really comes down to just, are you good enough to beat my best character, regardless of a tier list situation? <clears throat> or counterpick. I love that because in, in uh, especially in, in mobile games, obviously you guys know I've been playing a lot of Overwatch lately. In the, uh, in like the, the higher ranks of play, guys who are playing their favorite characters don't switch, even if they're being hard countered. Mm -hmm. And the reason why they don't switch is because they're like, listen, if you're like, if you're good enough to beat me, that's where the, the then that's all that really matters. I, I I could care less about the counter. The counter doesn't mean anything to me because my 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 mechanics and my skill is so high that you trying to counter me means nothing at this point. So yeah. I I I I respect that. You know, it's 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 not it's not about it's not about like the matchup. It's just about this is this is the character I know I can I can fuck shit up with, and that's what I'm going to use regardless mm -hmm. of who you're picking. Yeah. Um. It it, it, is, it is definitely different like when it does come to fighting games though because it, uh, again it's it's because uh, there because there are hard counters especially in smash they're fucking hard oh, yeah. hard counters oh yeah um maybe not so much ultimate uh but forgive me the last smash i really got into was four and that was only because i ran tournaments and watched other people play not really playing by like myself so it's like limited knowledge um but as far as i know um comparatively and i'm sure uh brett can weigh in in on this uh ultimate has a significantly more characters than four yeah every character that's ever been in a smash title is an ultimate that was kind of their theme uh on top of another 12 11 12 yeah 12 technically dlc characters Wee. um so i mean there's a lot, yeah. <laughs> that's uh, that's actually it's a fun, it's a fun, it's a it's a double-edged sword because on one hand, there's bound to be one character in this roster that you really fuck with, but on the other hand, on a competitive standpoint, you also need to know all eighty something, ninety whatever plus characters to some level, or you're gonna get ran over by them because you have no idea what you're fighting against. So it just Although it is cool to really find like your you know your soul character or whatever, it also means you're gonna be looking to play every other character on that roster to really get a grasp of how good you are or are not against them and what you can improve on. And remembering all of that when you enter a tournament setting, you don't know who you're gonna play. Uh, mm. I mean, like maybe at the top top level, if you get far enough in the bracket, you're like, okay, I know this guy. He plays this person, whatever. But like. Yeah, just yeah. signing up for that tournament, you have no idea what you're going to play against. And there's also different play styles for almost every character. So 
even if you know the the correct matchup you might not know the matchup the way they play it or vice versa they might be very experienced against your character so even if you play it correctly they're still outplaying you know so there's <laughs> there's a, it's too much for like the average person to really consume that much knowledge and be able to pull it out at any given time so that's why like being at the top of ultimate it is difficult um to be consistent <clears throat> it's not difficult necessarily to be good but it's difficult to be consistent yeah I, and that that's kind of like my argument when people ask me to go back to league too it's like yeah like <laughs> I've i've been a part of I played in hella MOBAs, like I get the generalized feel of everybody. Like somebody usually has some kind of CC, some kind of, you know, fucking, um, you know, skill-based attack, whatever. But then like, I have zero idea who all these other fucking characters are. So if I mm-hmm. fucking just, Hey, I don't know who that guy. Oh, okay. Now I'm dead. Like, it's just, yeah. fucking, it's just, it's, it, it's kind of in the same realm it's just like you gotta you gotta put so much time into not only learning the game for yourself but learning your your opponents your yeah. people you're gonna go up against yeah you really have to be okay with getting your ass whooped just for like six months yeah some of these games yeah. you just gotta you gotta you just have to accept it like ah my cheeks are spread you, you know, that's you, what you i tell people them. dude it's fucking so hard to get into these games, but you the keys you got to go until you get that first hit of dopamine. You go until you get that one moment, and when you see that moment, it's if that's good for you, if if that's good enough, you go back to the fucking grind and you get your ass beat again until you get it again. But yeah. for a lot of people, they don't make it that far, especially like I've had some people I've been trying to get to play League, and they just get their asses whooped so hard before they get to that point where they even totally know how the game works and they're like, why would I play this? Yeah. And it's yeah. it's it's rough, but you know, it's it's all about the spirit of competition, I think. You either yeah. got it or you don't. The that's a competitor mindset in general. You you have to learn how to lose before you can really learn how to win. And I get yep. that. No doubt. Most, that, that's not for everyone. And that's fine. Not everyone's gonna wanna be in a competitive mindset, but these games are made with competition in mind now ultimate you know within the fighting game community a lot of people are like well that's just a party game it's not a real fighting game but i see two people literally fighting in a video game it's a fighting game like that's there's no other you can put in a category you can call it the platform fighter you can call it the platform fighter whatever it's still a fighter the fighting still happens you're not just running around playing mario at each other you know it is yeah, it is a fighting game. Um, Anyone that says that shit is either like willfully ignorant or they just they don't know what they're talking about. You know, yeah. they have no fucking idea what Smash is or how deep it actually gets. Because I mean, Smash rivals complexity in a lot of other bigger fighting games or like more standardized fighting games, I should say. But it just manifests itself in different ways, right? I mean, it's a different kind of game, but it's still a fighting game. I, I've never understood yeah. people that tried to get all elitist and gatekeepy about it. The the funny thing is, I love all fighting games. So like, it's not like I'm like yeah, I'm traditionally and first a, a Smash player from as far as the community is concerned. But like, I fucking love fighting games. I don't understand why you can, why there's like a stigma that you either like platform fighter or you like 2D fighter slash 3D fighter. And for some reason that can't cross over. Like I never understood that shit. Like I think all fighting games are sick. And now I may not like 
you know, Tekken or something as much as the other guy. But like, I don't, don't you dis- disrespect Tekken. No, Damn. It's not, it's, I'm just saying, I it's not my game, right? Like that's my point. Like I, it I can not enjoy playing a game and still respect it as a as a game and as a community people can play whatever the hell they want i don't give a damn but like when you go on streams when especially like the one the big tournament that just happened was ceo ceo is a fighting game tournament as a whole Mm-hmm. Um, with a, a kind of a WWE theme to it, basically. So the, the the main trophy you get at first place is actually a CEO championship belt, and they fight in a fucking in a boxing ring for top eight, and they all have their walkouts in their intro. So like, it's really cool. It's it's really a <laughs> it's a fighting game tournament, but they do have they have your Street Fighter, your Dragon Ball, your Tekken, um, you know, Marvel. They have Smash Brothers. They have all these different titles. And when you're watching the top eight for that, you'll go onto your, you know, your stream and the chat, I mean, the Twitch chat is toxic, whatever, but the chat (laughs) is like, like probably 5% people who actually want to watch it. And then like 95% people saying, when's my game? Come on, this game sucks. Blah, 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 blah. Of course, of course, of course. Like you, they give you a fucking schedule. If you don't want to watch it, stop watching it until your game comes on. It's really not that difficult. <laughs> but I don't understand the hate part. Like, you can not play a game or not like it, but you don't need to actively hate it and try to make everyone else's lives miserable about it. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. Fair enough. I mean, there's always, there's always going to be some of that, uh, unfortunately. Like, even um, I've been playing um, dude. Um, <laughs> Well, I don't know what she's doing. <laughs> um, dude! What was it? What was it? Uh, I've been... So, anyway... <laughs> God. Um, so, I've been playing um, Last Epoch recently. And it's just... Like, I literally... There was somebody in Global Chat that just felt the need... To state out, this game is too long. When does this story end? If this story lasts any longer, this is a hard no for me. Like, you felt the you need know, to put I, that yeah. in a global just, chat. I think like, I've just landed on the idea that some people have differing levels of consciousness, right? I think some people just fucking don't experience life at the same level as other people. I don't, some people might call it being dumber. I just I, I feel like some of these people have not evolved enough to really understand some things. I mean, I mean, I don't doubt that there are people that say that shit. There are people that spam slurs in global chat. I mean, there are fucking all spectrums of awful in these fucking video games. But I think they all are just not as conscious <laughs> as the rest of them. They're dumb. <laughs> it's, it's, the, it's just a constant definition of like the common folk having a hive mind mentality um they they see someone else do something and they're like haha that's stupid i also want to do that and then that it just evolves and now everyone's doing some weird shit like uh, it's just they don't really think for themselves basically like kevka said stop having fun guys fuck yeah yeah how how dare how (laughs) How dare dare you enjoy one video game joy things (laughs) (laughs) like shit it's just that whole like you got to bring others down to your level like Bro, I flamed this guy in global chat so bad. It's just like, <laughs> dude, if you, all right, if you don't want to play the rest of the story, like, why are you t- t- 
get the fuck out. Like, go play D4. And he's like, uh, yeah, D4 is not for me. I'm like, you're going to complain about how long this storyline is. But then say not go like then he was just wasn't making sense. So oh, dude, I fl- I flamed that kid so hard it was nuts. He stopped talking and everything. Oh they, there's nothing wrong with the good deep storyline, you know. Like, some of the best games of all time have long cinematics, like Final Fantasy, Metal Gear Solid. You know, like some like, these are some really you know just cinematics that draw you in, make you want to keep you know playing the game, understand the story. Is in the background. I have I have a bunch of friends who they'll they'll play a game, and like the the second that a cinematic comes on, they just immediately hit the hit, hit the skip button, and I'm just like, hey, bro, like there's a there's a reason why they're giving you a video right now. Just yeah. just watch it, just watch it. I like, understand what's going on. Like, why like, the no, fuck are you care. playing these games? Because anything that's got a cutscene that's like real well put together, like what you mentioned, like Final Fantasy or whatever the fuck. If there's a cutscene in that, that's like part of the game. You're skipping the out on part of the game. Part of the exp- it's literally the experience. Yeah. You're just playing it and missing out on half of it. If you want to go like mindlessly fucking hit shit, there's other things that do that and will do it better for you. Because yeah. you're just going to get halfway through and not know what the fuck is going on and then say it's shit, but you're yeah. just actually stupid. That's Again, the these part. people are not like as much of a person as we are. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> I was- I was actually watching um, a couple of the Hundred Thieves guys, um, and I, uh, well, guys and gals, because it was four, uh, four of them. But they did like a tier list, and um, you know, it's kind of like varying answers. And one of the five answers for one of the guys was skipping cutscenes, and he put that all the way at S tier. And I'm just like, bro, what? <laughs> well, where's this man at? I need this last. There's no way. No that, way. that depends on the context because when I like as we mentioned Diablo earlier, um, if I'm playing a second character and I'm going through the I same mean, after shit the again, fucking first playthrough, yeah, yeah skip at all that them. point, sure, skip sure. cutscenes is the most godlike thing because if I was forced to sit yeah. there and watch all that shit a second time, <laughs> yeah, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. But the thing right. is, is like with See, Diablo, that's, even that's a condition though. I'm, we're not talking about conditions; yeah. we're just saying that in general. Just, I mean, because Diablo's cutscenes, Diablo Four's cutscenes, sex, yeah, yeah. orgasms, <laughs> you know, just <laughs> yeah. fucking beautiful. Like, holy no, shit, yeah. what the hell's going on here? So, I mean, yeah, it's more. It's beautiful. also very different from like a Final Fantasy too, though. Like Final Fantasy, the the cutscenes are like in the game. You could take all the shit out of Diablo, and it would still be a functional game. With Final Fantasy, nothing makes sense if you take the cutscenes out. Mm, you're just true. running zone to zone punching shit until something happens you know like <laughs> th- like i agree absolutely but even with like final fantasy man it it feels weird to skip them on like a second playthrough kind of yeah i feel that so brett what's your what's your best and worst feature about smash in your opinion um well i think the best thing for Ultimate is always going to be the fact that you can always play this game in a group setting, no matter who's good or bad or whatever. You can make it as the least competitive as possible, and people will still try their best to win in any situation. <laughs> and I think yeah. it's a fantastic party game. 
Um, and I know that, you know, it, <laughs> it sounds counter counterintuitive when I'm talking about it. it is a fighting game, but like it, it is also a party game. It is both. Um, it's, you can sit eight people down and even if only one person is like, you know, pro level, if the other seven are just like, fuck that guy and just really teamed up on you, <laughs> then it, it becomes a, a, it's, that's like the most fun is when, when I play with people who aren't good and they are trying, cause it's like practice for me. Cause I get yeah. to see how many of them can I slap around before I finally go down. And it's practice for them because they're actually learning how to coordinate and use their moves effectively. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But it, it's also just fun because, you know, with any fighting game, shit talking is like one of the most important aspects of playing <laughs> within, you know, with within boundaries. Within reason. Yeah. But yeah. like being able to just more or less flex on people is, is such a fun and invigorating feeling. <laughs> um, so being, and I, I usually, Smash especially, uh, we you know we'll have a few drinks and you know get a little rowdy, play some and then smash whatever. each other. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's awesome. It, it, it leads to that. Energy here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I think it's it's Smash has always been the marketable game for the sit down party game that everyone can just press yep. buttons, have fun, do whatever they want. Um, yep. And with Ultimate, also like specifically. It is visually fucking gorgeous. There's so many little minute details that if you sit down and really look at, they they have done their research. They make, like, I think Steve is terrible for competitive purposes. Um, but if you look at Steve and, like, what he does in Minecraft, the actual game, and compare to what he's doing in Ultimate, they did an amazing job making that character. I think, yeah, yeah. I don't think they could have done much better to really like, he literally is playing Minecraft in Smash Brothers. Like it's, and I think that's part of the problem competitively is that he's not really playing Smash Brothers. He's kind of playing his own game, but from a, from a, casual, from a casual perspective, this is amazing. They really like took everything about that game and that, that concept and just perfectly fit it into a totally different genre. And they do that with, every character every character has all their little charms and just you know cool things about them that really bring them to life and i think uh from like i said like a visual perspective uh it, not many games are on par with what ultimate did to just make it pretty make it beautiful <laughs> um can i tell a story here because well, everything that you're saying about steve is so accurate um, the, I, I, my first time seeing someone play Steve was, it was either you or, you know, we were at where there was Brian's house or someone's place. And I'm like, I'm watching Steve for the first time. And I'm, and I, all I, all I can think of the whole time is this dude looks like he's playing Minecraft. It does not look like he's playing smash at all. He's dead ass. Just like, he's got a mind part. He just like throws randomly. Hey, you might get hit by it. Get fucked kid. If you do like, like he's just doing, he's doing a hell of Minecraft shit and it works. But I was really impressed. I was really impressed by it, man. Like, no, they, they, they did a good job with, with, with this kid. Really good job. That's funny. Um, that's one thing. Crash Bandicoot would be so cool. On. I Crash want Rayman in it too. Oh my god! One man. Yeah, I, I was a big Sora fan. I was like, you know what? We need Sora. Honestly, I I've been on the Sora train since fucking Kingdom Hearts and Smash ever coexisted. Um, and a lot of people were like, it'll never happen, ever, and it did. But I really didn't think it would. 
And then they put fucking Joker from Persona in. That's an insane character to put into Smash. But it's it's fucking <laughs> phenomenal. I, I love that so much, dude. The the characters are cool, and there are so many cool ones they could do. Like, I think Rayman would be cool because he's got his detachable arms and shit. That would make some really cool, mm. like, uh, combo potential or, you so know, some kid or whatever. Arms at people. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Like, Start flailing at your ass. Yep. And the thing is, I could see I could see Ultimate being like a pseudo live service game because they've said before that they don't want to make new Smash Bros games. And realistically, I think they're at a point where they don't really need to. If they just kept adding characters, I feel like people would just keep playing Smash. Yeah, they could. And I'm not saying it's impossible, but, uh, you know, Daddy Sakurai did say he's done. Like that was yeah. it. That was the Which is exactly why I'm like, just keep adding characters. Fuck it. And that like, was over a year ago, and that's a. Uh, unfortunately, I, I think I think he was telling the truth this time. I think he's genuinely just done. And whether another Smash game comes out at some point, I don't know. But I I think Ultimate is complete, uh, for better or for worse. And, Dang. Um, I unfortunately I, I don't think we're getting. I think that's it. Like if your character's bad, they're gonna be bad forever. And that's. <laughs> I kind of love that, though. Yeah. That was the beauty of Melee. That was like, you know, yeah. that game dropped and what was good was good. You could learn something and never fear that it would change on you. And yeah. obviously it's not great if there's one character or like a set of characters that just smash everybody else. But I, I something about that is like so nostalgic and good for me. It's it's a it's another double edged sword kind of thing. We're like, yeah. Especially, I, I think if, if Ultimate had came out, and, and that's what it was forever, the same way like Melee was, or Brawl was even, um, that's one thing, but the reason it's difficult is because that's not the era that the, the people playing this game really grew up in. Uh, Ultimate, from start until about a year ago or whatever, it had constant updates, constant updates, uh, fighter changes, um, hitbox changes, just various different things, balance patch-wise, and then all of a sudden it's done and now everyone's like oh shit like we have to actually learn it now you know because <laughs> everyone's yeah, like yeah. like oh you know it obviously you know steve or you know whoever steve is the hot topic but you know whoever's overwhelming you know he'll get toned down but uh no no he won't and that's it <laughs> that, <laughs> that's, so you just gotta learn that matchup or quit i don't know that i mean that's your options basically <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like the whole like the whole not being a live service kind of thing and not you know the developer not getting into Smash anymore at all is just kind of like again that ties in with the esports and the community. It's especially yeah. when it comes to fighting games, like people will voice their fucking opinions aggressively. And I think that's yeah. I think that's one reason why he's just like, fuck it. You guys get what you get. I'm not going to touch it. Like, if you don't like it, you don't fucking like it. You know, because God forbid they put out, you know, live service smash updates and it, you know, comes like a Apex Legends kind of thing. Like, it's just like progressively people yeah, are fucking like it or you don't kind of shit. And Do you really the, think they would never make another smash when it comes time for like a new console. Do you think that they would, they would put down maybe like one of their single greatest IPs ever when they have a modern console and ultimate doesn't play on it anymore. I think, um, and this is just 
me and the just experiencing it the way it's happened. But I, he he said that he's done and that he can more or less retire. Um, however, I don't know that we would never see another Smash title. Um, for a long time, there was this running thing, not necessarily with Smash Brothers, obviously, but with other titles where remasters and remakes are a thing. Um, and I don't, if if they could keep, like a game like Melee, for example, which is still one of the most popular games, for especially for Smash Brothers, um, still played in tournament very often. <laughs> but for a game that came out in 2001... If they could keep the same charm and mechanics that everyone actually likes about the game and not fuck with them, but just make it prettier and just slap another $60 on it, people would absolutely buy that shit. And the other thing is if you could have functional, uh, you know, netcode, but that's Nintendo's <laughs> not very good at that. Um, but maybe the next console would be better at that. Who knows? But I think probably the only way we're getting a... A new Smash title is more of a remastered Smash title. <laughs> I, I don't I, know, man. I I think I think Nintendo would be. I don't I don't know if I'd say quick to, but I I think Nintendo would be inclined to to hand Smash over to somebody else after a certain amount of time. I don't think Nintendo just lets that go. Sakurai might not be involved, but it's, I yeah, mean, that's it, it would be weird if they didn't like. That's Smash is part of Nintendo's DNA. Unless they're ready to put that yeah. to sleep, and I don't think they are. Like something's gonna happen with it. Yeah. I, mean, I think th- there's also gonna gonna be competition though, because you gotta think about um, multiverses, which I mean isn't isn't live yet. But once that is live, is that gonna be uh, is that gonna be a problem for, for Smash? I don't uh, know, man, because so, I've thought about theory. multiverses, and I, I know a lot of people are really happy about it, and I enjoy it a lot. I bought the most expensive founder pack. Um, I played the shit out of it, but thing is, is multiverses fell off so hard. I don't know if they have what it takes to fight Smash. Smash could release an, a game tomorrow with no marketing, and it would go on to be like 10 times bigger than multiverses ever hoped Probably, to be. Yeah, you're right. And I, I don't... I don't know if they have the power to do that. Like, I, I really had high hopes, and as the beta went on, and it just died down and down and down, I don't know if there was an official call on it or if it's just writing on the wall, but I have to believe that they took that fucking beta down because there were too few people playing. That they were like, well, we need to go back to the drawing board and figure it out, so we're just going to use the excuse that we're ending beta, and then we'll bring the full game out with something new. Mm, yeah. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just what that felt like to me. And I I hope they come back and it's big because I think it's got a lot of potential, but it's an uphill battle and I don't know if they got what it takes. It's it's interesting. Other platform fighters exist already and a lot of them are pretty fun to play. The thing is, no fighting game, or at least no platform fighting game, will ever have the free marketing that is Nintendo IPs. so it doesn't matter how good the games are how fun they are to play how successful they are how good the internet is uh, if they even have a guest character none of that really matters as far as surpassing smash because even if smash was one of the worst games ever it is the most recognizable like video game ips ever 
Um, yeah. And it'll always sell because everyone knows who Mario is. Everyone knows who Pikachu is. Um, it, it, they have a free like plus 10 buff to sales just because of the characters that exist in the game. And the yeah. fact that Nintendo characters will not ever appear in other games with like very, very rare exceptions. Um, so even though Multiverses has Warner Brothers and they have a lot of your superheroes and some cartoons and stuff that you may love, it's come nowhere close to the competition of literally Mario. <laughs> so, um, and I don't, I don't think, and, and I think other games will be reasonably successful and I think they will be fun. Like I, I'm personally really excited for Rivals of Ether 2 coming out sometime next year. Um, and I know that game's going to have a solid tournament showing, but will it sell Smash yeah. Brothers numbers? Not at all. Not even close. It never. <laughs> no <laughs> so like, way. Um, but yeah, that and that's that's what's that that's the main reason why Smash is played so much is that everyone knows what it is, and you don't need a Rivals commercial. Rivals has like, like a, a Rivals has like a like a cult fan base oh, yeah. as opposed to a deep. It's you know. It's basically the people who didn't like, who liked Brawl and Melee and didn't like the new Smash Brothers. That, that's pretty much the Rivals of Aether fan base right there. Well, Rivals of Aether is like, it's people, I think it's, it's people who like Melee but don't like the difficulty of Melee um, because it has a lot of similarities but easier to execute. Like you have bigger windows for your frames to do the correct thing. And furries. There's a lot of furries who play. I'm out. You lost me. Call out. Call out. I'm out. All right. And that's not for me. Justin's like. God. It is a phenomenal game. Very fun to play. But. Furries. The second one barks at me, dog. I don't. <laughs> I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean the the theme of the game is like <laughs> elemental creatures fighting each other. So I mean, yeah. So kind of <laughs> kind of transitioning in the more uh, kind of esports competition. Uh, what are some things you would like to see? Well, if if possible, if it comes back, if it all of a sudden smashes a live title, what would you like to see improved about it? Or what I'd like would to you see like Nintendo to see give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like Word. to see Nintendo Word. stop treating the fucking, fucking money in tournaments. Like it's, yeah, I'd like yeah. to see them stop treating it like it's a fucking piece of shit. Like they let's don't just, give a fuck. Let's just compare um, Capcom World Tour, which or Pro Tour. Sorry, excuse me. I went to fucking solo mode. Anyways, Capcom Pro Tour, which is a Street Fighter circuit. Um, for Street Fighter V, I think the entire tour had about maybe $300,000 or something. It, it was a reasonable amount of money. It wasn't anything super crazy, but there's like maybe... I, I don't know. I don't. I haven't done a lot of research on five, but maybe, let's say, eight tournaments. And the, the, however well you do in those eight tournaments give you points to qualify for the big Capcom Tour final you know tournament whatever and the winner of that gets a you know a big amount of money a big hey you did it you're the best blah 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 you're the world warrior so at the end of the cpt for street fighter 5 the very last one they made an announcement for street fighter 6 that said first 
place for Street Fighter VI Capcom Pro Tour Championship is going to win $1 million for just first place. $1 million. That's not the tournament. That is one placement. That blew everyone's fucking minds. And then they followed it up with saying plus over $1 million for the entire tour otherwise. So these tournaments, Capcom was like, look, esports is popular. My game's going to be amazing. We're putting some money in this, and everyone's going to play it. Choosing it. that was probably the smartest thing they ever did, because I've seen people who only play anime fighters, people who only play Tekken, people who only play Smash, obviously Street Fighter veterans, Street Fighter who, people who only liked, say, you know, Third Strike, but didn't really like Five. Everyone who's ever played fighting games is playing Street Fighter Six. Because especially if they're a proper competitive player, because they're like that that's a lot of fucking money. Yeah. <laughs> uh so over two million dollars. That's what I'm saying. I'm about to go buy it. Fuck. You know when Smash hosted Nintendo specifically hosted hosted a invitational Smash tournament, their first place prize was a gold shelled pro controller. <laughs> Just to compare, yeah. that was Sakurai's personal gift. Maybe he said, hey, yeah. One last fuck you, buddy. So, um, one last fuck you, buddy. So, like he's like, uh, you know, he was saying. I think Nintendo, if they they don't need to put in two million dollars. All right, I know Capcom was a little crazy for that, but do something. You know, like it, it's, and I and that's why a lot of the community is pretty okay with straight up saying fuck nintendo and it's not because we hate your games or we think you're a terrible company it's because you literally don't care about one of your most successful franchises but you know what any form of competition because they don't care about the competitive aspect of the game sakurai said many times that he's never cared about smash being a tournament game yeah um it was always meant to be a party game in his eyes and that's i think that's part of where that other sentiment sort of falls into it is that Anything that tournament, any tournaments that happen for Smash is 100% ran by the community for the community. Um, so th- there's really no money in the game unless you're like the tippy top percent. <laughs> I think Nintendo has one route to a redemption arc regarding competitive Smash. And I think that route leads to a prize pool like that. I think they have to put on a sanctioned tournament. They have to like juice the prize pool and they have to do some announcements alongside it. They have to show they're serious about it. Otherwise, like they can come back and they can say, oh, yeah, we're going to do a Nintendo open again or whatever the fuck they're called. And yeah. everyone, it's just going to be the same shit. And it's like, yeah, OK, you'd get the regular people talking about it, but that's not going to bring people back. It's not going to get new people in. It's just going to like be another option for the people that are already there. You, you have to go big. You have to do something yeah. crazy. And Nintendo's got the money. And they've got the brand power. I mean, they could use just the money they earned from Smash and still fucking walk away with 99% of their money if they had a juice, juice prize pool. But I just, I don't see it working otherwise. Yeah. What, what do you guys think? <laughs> so like, so say it did, say they did turn it into like a live service game. They did consistent updates. They updated frame data, all that jazz for what the 80 plus think you know characters that are out there how do you think the community would react if like you're 
your main character just got a fat ass fucking nerf and then you got to learn a whole new other character just like you know how fps well, is. i mean it already us. happens exactly that's, that's, that's happened from the first it already month happens. of the well, game yeah <laughs> well i mean i'm yeah. i'm talking about like you have to like how fps and mobas are and all other competition competitive games like you have to you have to adapt to the meta how do you think the smash community as it is now would react to it consistently well, changing meta like that i think that'd be fine because realistically like said, that's already happened when the game first came out pichu as a character was very offensive very overwhelming crazy combo game crazy kill power and the only downside was that sometimes he hurt himself and he was really light so he died early um and over the course of the next few months they not only made the kill power significantly worse um the the combo game is still there but the kill power it was it's gone more or less unless you got a you know a crazy off stage whatever yeah. um he hurts himself even more than he used to so that makes him more frail uh, so now he dies earlier so they not only reduced the offensive capabilities but then they made him die insanely fast and the character went from being a top five contender to who's a pichu main you know yeah, <laughs> this care yeah. oh fuck i forgot that character was still in the game you know like it, <laughs> immediately and there are a handful of people who still play the character because they just love the character but realistically no pichu is making top anything at any tournament relevant um and so like yeah that's already happened and they move on they play their characters they you know they'll, they'll find a way if they truly love the game truly love the game not just love the character they will play the game and they will keep competing it, that has happened for many people many times especially when you talk about adding dlc characters there are so many people who main dlc characters now and are successful that you probably never heard of before that character came out and you know that's why some people think oh this character just carries people and it's like maybe but it could have just they just didn't have that character that really drove them and now they do um that, that's kind of more what i was going for is like smash in itself seems people are more playing for the character than for the game yeah at times and that is sometimes true because when people say like oh we need to ban steve and all the steve means are like well i guess i'm not playing ultimate anymore it's like well it's not because they're they can't win anymore is because they just really like that character yeah. and you take away yeah. the only thing they have fun playing then why play if it's not fun anymore you know i mean it it is what it is um, exactly. which is but, which is kind of uh, why i see how like from that perspective i kind of understand how sakurai was just like you weren't we're not going to do anything to the game because we want them to play for the character. And again, if that kind of life service stuff happens and your character gets fucking nerfed and you can't compete anymore, you're not going to fucking play probably, right? Yeah, sometimes. Like I said, some people, yes. Then it, other people will just broken. find a new way to go. You know, yeah, like very very conditional, of course. Like, of course, there's people who will be like, all right, well, fuck that character. I'm moving on to the next. But like, it's... You know those again those people who just like main live and breathe that character it's like okay i guess i'm not part of competition anymore bye guys well for any <laughs> any any game that has balance updates i've always preferred bad characters becoming good over good characters becoming bad 
because yeah, I want yeah. those people who put all that, all those hundreds and hundreds of hours into the character, I want to still see them play at their best. But I would also like people who've been struggling the whole time with their shit characters to like make some wave. Let's see what they can do. Let let's give this bottom two character one extra option and see how far we can push it. I think it's way more fun to see bad characters that you never see all of a sudden become decent because you're like, wow, I could actually experience what this character does because who the hell would have played him otherwise instead of um, crippling the community and making everyone not want to play because their characters get you know, gutted. Like That's never fun. So I, yeah. I've all, I, I want a game where every character is fucking broken. Like, you know, like <laughs> for they can have their different strengths and weaknesses and matchup charts and yada yada, but it's way more fun when everyone's good versus... Uh, let's keep everyone as meager as possible. Like that's it gets boring. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome, Matt. Welcome back, mute. How about broken like Meta Knight? Oh my god. Yeah. Meta Knight and Brawl was a an entirely different conversation. But, uh, <laughs> right. Like that could be a whole episode in itself. But. <laughs> but it's, yeah. It's kind of like how. <laughs> it's kind of like how Apex progressed in a way too. Is like it. It feels like coming from like season one of apex it seems like they're so busy just buffing literally everything that now they're at a point where they don't know how to balance things because they buff so much yeah. you kind of you kind of had to with some of the bigger the bigger hitbox characters too like you know it's, it's well, like like gibraltar and and caustic just weren't being picked at all well, because not just that, are. too. Not just that, but, like, the whole... The way they adapted, like, with the armor system, too. It's like you're sitting there buffing the defensive side of the game, but, like, not exactly the offensive gunplay side of the game. So it's like okay. at one point there was there was a section between seasons where it was just like, oh, shit, this guy, like, you get so much fucking health... That it almost takes, you know, one and a half clips to two clips to fucking kill somebody. So it there's a there's a, of course, at the end of the day, there's a yeah. balance there, and yeah, it has it has game. to be hit, bro. It has to be <laughs> all me all these games that we play in you know, Smash, you know, Apex Legends, whatever it is, anything that has these like character abilities. There's, there's always going to be balance changes. There's always going to be a need for, oh, this character's this character's win rate is a little bit too high, so we wanted to just, you know, do a quick nerf just to see how that would change things. And then that character being nerfed is going to make some other character become the fucking amazing. And this other character yeah. now is it's like, it's, you're never going to be happy at the end of the day. So for me, I, I, I don't even worry. I, I don't worry about a perfect meta. I just worry about what's like what the current meta is Who's being changed? Who's being, who's getting whoever's getting buffed? I guess that's who I'm using. Yeah, and, yeah. and in a sense, it's not really a bad thing because now you're learning more characters. Now you're becoming more balanced. You're becoming more well well rounded. I mean, it, it, I don't really see it as a bad thing. Um, I, I I can't say that I played a lot of Smash myself, but I did play a lot of multiverses and. With a lot of the changes that they were making, it forced me to play other characters, which I enjoyed. It just it made me spend more time playing the game as opposed to just getting bored playing Bugs Bunny all day just because it's freaking spin 
up, you know, his, his spin up smash was just so strong. You just, oh, who, why play anyone else? You know? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's, uh, you know, I, I think, I think balance changes are good. You know, they, they're, it's going to always change the meta. It's going to always keep you kind of wondering who's going to be the, like the guy to pick at that time. But uh, yeah. Yeah. That's just my rant. It's, yep. I, I think Preach. I think a lot of um, when it comes to balance changes too, a lot of companies need to get off of the high train of win rate, looking directly at win rate and making that the only like, oh, the only fucking aspect only that they look at. Yeah, it's like oh, like it's a cool. <laughs> It's well, yeah. like sure, ninety percent of the time is going to be accurate. Yeah, this guy has a high win rate, so yeah, let's nerf him. But like the other ten percent of the time, it's like no, that character doesn't need to be nerfed. It's people, there's good people play the character. Like, yeah. like look yeah. at other data. Fun fact yeah. about Ultimate and the fact that I'm a King Dedede main. Uh, in the three years that Ultimate existed, every update was either a nerf to Dedede. Or nothing. The only time they ever buffed him is they undid one of the nerfs. <laughs> oh my and he, god. And he has consistently been a bad character throughout the entirety of the game. And he has only gotten nerfed. And that's because the online is bad. There's literally an added six frames of delay to play Smash Ultimate Online just inherently. And that's if you have a perfect connection, which nobody does because everyone plays on fucking Wi-Fi. And of course. <laughs> so you're basically adding 10 frames of lag to everything. And in that environment, heavies excel because they have big ass hits and you're going to run into it because you literally cannot physically react to it because online is bad. So they see the online win rates and DDD is not like the most complicated character. I'm not going to even try to pretend he is. So people can pick him, go online, get a bunch of wins. And suddenly, oh, but he's performing well online. He has a good win rate. He, you know, it's like, no, he has a good I slow and heavy in lag and never die and kill you at 40% because you can't react to my shit because the internet sucks rate. Um, and that's why, literally, even though he has been argued as a bottom five character for the entirety of Ultimate, he has either been nerfed or just not involved in every balance patch except like i said there was i think one time he got a buff and it was wasn't really a buff it was just they undid a nerf <laughs> so yeah, that's that's kind of wild and i don't know where else they could have been pulling information it had to have been online because i didn't see a goddamn single dd make a top eight of any relevant tournament uh maybe like a couple in japan but like it it was, you know, <laughs> I don't know where he could have been pulling numbers otherwise, so it had to have been the online, you know, quick play uh, or elite smash, uh, which means nothing. But Do you think they nerf on purpose to promote new products slash DLC? Oh, absolutely. That's been... I think, I think most games, yes. I don't think that's what Ultimate did because some character like Banjo... Hmm. Uh, Banjo came out, has never been good, never will be good. That character has been <laughs> cheek since launch. So, like, I don't think, I don't think that's Sakurai's intention. But I absolutely like games like Call of Duty, for example, a hundred percent. Every yeah. time a new gun comes out, that's yeah, just broken as fuck. And then yeah, in, yeah, yeah. a month later, that gun's ass. And it's because they're doing Activision, it Blizzard, Apex, yeah. like everything. That that's kind of yeah. yeah outside outside of the fighting scene. That is a hundred percent what 
new DLC, new things or like yeah. you come out, you make it fucking overpowered and then you nerf the fuck out of it and put this it back in so the funny to me too. Cause like, you'll see companies like riot do that and all these new characters are OP, but then every now and again, one of them comes out and it's just so fucking cheeks, bro. And you're like, how did you fuck this up? Because yeah. we know you wanted it to be strong. Like that's your whole marketing thing. If a character comes out and it's not strong, who fucking cares? So how did you release this shit and it's ass? And you like tested it? Someone played this? <laughs> I Blizzard, did this Blizzard did this with Life Weaver and Overwatch. Life Weaver was released and everyone's just like, this this character's dog shit. They they've they've buffed Life Weaver so many fucking times I've lost count. And the character <laughs> still sucks. Still, it's like it was like, what? Why did you release this person? He's he's trash, you know. Dude, yeah. Overwatch, the soul of Overwatch left long ago. Anything there now is just a fucking a money making parasite. I don't know. It's. I mean, it's not good. I don't think it's ever gonna be good. Yeah, dude. I mean, there was a leak that came out not too long ago that essentially confirmed that the reason Overwatch Two happened and Jeff Kaplan happened and like why he left is because the Blizzard execs were already super hungry for more money. Um, and then they saw how well Diablo Immortal did. And they doubled down on Overwatch 2 as a way to regain money since people weren't buying Overwatch anymore and they weren't making any money off of it. Um, and so they, they fucking redid everything as a free-to-play game and just totally fucking destroyed it. And Jeff, I have to imagine, left because of what they were doing to his baby. And now it's like, wow, everything you do about this game is fucking awful. Everything sucks. All the shit that made it good is gone now. I just don't understand. Mm. It makes me so sad. That's just wild. Deep. I'm sure they're seeing microtransactions go down, too. And yeah. long long queues like 10k on overall. Yeah, like every time someone every time a new character comes out, that's like, oh, I wonder what everybody's playing. I wonder what queue time is fucking five, ten minutes fucking this week. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, that, also it, bring back party finder, motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, straight up. Like something. Fucking let me LFG, dog. <laughs> Fucked up, man. If they brought back LFG today, I'd be going to play it already. Yeah. I'd be there. That's all I need. I know it's not ever going to be as good as it was, but I'd have what I need. I mean, it's it's things like that that kind of try to try to mend the community. Like even you know, it it may be toxic. Nobody may use it, but it's like there's some people that want it. There's some people you you want to meet new people gaming. You know? Yep. I mean, mm. it's like they just literally totally forgot the social crowd and all into the people that just play it as an esport. Yeah. When it's crazy because Overwatch is like the most casual FPS game of all time. Yeah, go figure. Okay. Right? Like, I mean, not not to say it's not like competitive, but you know, it, it's accessible. Maybe is what I should say. Like, yeah. everyone can play. There, there's fucking. It, it doesn't have to be about who can click heads better. There's a lot more to it than that. And so mm-hmm. it's just, yeah, I don't know. Fortnite's yeah. a whole nother thing. Like uh, <laughs> you could do a whole whole episode on the difference between casual and competitive Fortnite. Um, True. Especially wide. Especially outside of like no build mode and stuff like that. It is it is nuts. Um <laughs> 
but yeah, yeah as as for smash and as for the fighting game community it's just i think at the end of the day again people just want nintendo to give a shit about competition some people do and some people are so just scarred from attempting to trust nintendo that they just don't fucking care anymore and they just accept it is what it is um yeah. that it, it's yeah. kind of it's kind of sad from a competitor standpoint because the game will always be fun there will never be a time where like somebody asked me to play smash i'm like eh, i don't really feel like it. like no i'm hopping on the sticks immediately but like i just i haven't even been playing it competitively for a few months now i kind of i didn't i don't want to say i quit like i still play but like i'm not really entering tournaments i'm going to just hang out with friends you know i'm not <laughs> I, i've given up on that that i the idea of actually becoming a top player a long time ago because it's not realistic and there isn't a purpose like even if i became the best player in my state which is a fucking very hard task to do by the way but even if i did that what am i going to get like get fifth place out of top tournament and win like a thousand bucks maybe which might cover some of my travel and hotel and food and you know like, yeah exactly. like it's not even it's like it's not, it's not even worth it um, that positive so, like 50 bucks like yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it seems to be like like uh partnerships and sponsorships are more of what drives the money in this scene. So yeah. It's like it's like in in hip hop they say they say uh, record sales don't make you money. It's it's the touring, right? Yeah. So I, I I almost feel like with the smashing, maybe just 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 the FGC in general. It's all right, cool. You know, if you're number one in the world, that doesn't mean you're a millionaire. But if you have all those sponsorships because you're number one in the world, so all right, yep. you, no. now you now you're getting closer. For the longest time in FGC, the only way you're really making money is if you also did YouTube, if you also streamed on Twitch, yeah, if you also yeah. did it's this it's the social media. You're grinding. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. If, if that will get you way more money than actually competing. However, Street Fighter did announce their expensive ass tour. And you no, know, that FGC has never seen money like that. That was fucking crazy. So everyone's losing their mind. Tekken, in response to that, also announced that they're gonna put a bunch of money into their game. Um at this point, I'd imagine the third uh, head of the the Hydra, if you will, Mortal Kombat's coming out soon. They're probably gonna put some money in their game because you see Street Fighter and Tekken doing it. Uh, it's like, oh shit, we better answer. And realistically, Mortal Kombat's the one fighting game. Um, and I don't know if it's because it's an American game, if it's a gory game, if people, for whatever the fuck reason, that game will sell more than Street Fighter and Tekken easily. Yep. It'll be played significantly less in a competitive standpoint. <laughs> but for some reason, Mortal Kombat just fucking sells. Everyone buys that shit. And I, and I don't know why exactly, but it does. And they they could easily put up some money as well uh, if they wanted to. And I don't, I'm, I feel like they will because you can't have Street Fighter and Tekken both say we're putting millions of dollars into our shit. And then Mortal Kombat's going to release, what are they going to be like, ah, <laughs> We just like fun, you know. <laughs> the pressure's on for sure, and they they definitely got the funds to be able to do it because that game always sells. Um, and it, again, it doesn't even need to be two million dollars. Like it, it doesn't need to be that much. But you, you it's a, we're at a point where you have to invest a pretty good amount of money if you want people to play your game. Because why yeah. would I spend all this time to play this game when Street Fighter's right there doing it, and I could make way more money at a top level doing that um yeah. yeah and and i think but the the best way is always going to be build your youtube build your streaming uh you know get reach out to people make a social network that that's how you're gonna become a, a top 
money maker of any fighting game is people just have to know who you are. You don't even have to be that good. You just have to be known. <laughs> and and obviously when a new fighting game comes out, if you're able to get in and grind out combos, just throw that shit on YouTube. It doesn't even have to be that good of a combo. Just put something on there saying these are basics of this character. People will click it because when people buy a game, a lot of them aren't going to be lab monsters. They're not going to sit there and try every button to see what links in the web. They're going to be like, I'm going to see what this guy does. Okay, cool, it worked. Now I will do that. Um, and that, the the first few months of fighting games is like YouTube paradise. <laughs> <laughs> you could do anything on that shit, and people will watch it. Um, and from there, you just you just be consistent. You'll build it. it it's it's pretty simple. It, now it, there's a little luck involved, obviously, but it, it's a simple process. Yeah. We'll we'll see we'll see how Mortal Kombat reacts. Um, yeah. What, what about Street Fighter when it came out? Yeah, it was, it's, it's different. Like people, I, I feel like, and it's necessary too. Uh, developers again have to kind of just like casually transition into their own competitive scene because that's where, like, at the end of the day, gamers gamers are fucking competitive. If there's a competitive scene, like, there's gonna be a big chunk of people who are involved in that. So it it just it it helps the ecosystem of competitive yeah. video games at the end of the day. Um, but yeah, we actually did pretty good on time. I like it. Thank you guys. Amazing. Yeah, we did. Mister, <laughs> we did this time. <laughs> Mister Brett, thank you so fucking much for joining us. Uh, it was great. Uh, we'll have to schedule more of these because I know that you know. You're I mean, you're as big of a gamer I'm, I'm as the talented. rest. Of- <laughs> yeah, we're we're all we. There's way too many games that we played in here. Um, so I personally waiting for uh the D1 season. I hope you guys grind that out with me. Or D4 season, Jesus Christ, D4 season mm-hmm. one. <laughs> uh, yeah. def- definitely ready to grind that out when it comes back. Um, but. As for kind of just gaming in the future, um, should definitely get together and play some stuff. Um, this Friday coming up, we're going to have a little bit of a Fall Guys competition uh, within the Discord of Crack Media, if you're not in there already. Uh, next week, oh, I think we're going to do... Um, <laughs> we're going to do Drift Cart next week, for sure. Like, I, I, I've always... I've, I've been trying to get it going and then a couple people Drift just don't show up, but it's like, it's, fire, bro. It, it's, it's gotta I like happen. It. I like it. I like it's it. gotta happen, yeah, dude. It's, it's I'm free. Might, I might people are getting in on it. I, I'm, I'm throwing down gift cards, guys. Like just get in the, get in the discord, man. Let's, let's all have a little bit of fun. Um, but from first to eighth in, in, in five seconds. Yeah, for real, <laughs> for real. <laughs> Um, while we're wrapping up though, let's, uh, let's get our social plugs, dude. Espeon, where can we find you? Uh, you, on anything that matters, you can just find me Espeon Valentine. Um, I pretty much only use Twitter or Twitch for social purposes, but, um, I have the same name every fucking way I go, so it makes it a lot easier. Um, (laughs) but... Yeah, I'm not super active on Twitter. I kind of just like shit and look at everyone else fuck around. But if you want to follow, that's cool. Um, gonna be streaming a lot more 
in the next month because I'm finally in a better living situation. Um, so Congrats on that, by the way. Well. Thank you, thank you. Um, so yeah, uh, it'll probably be a lot of Diablo, a lot of Street Fighter. That's going to be my two main things going forward for a bit. Um, but, Love yeah. it. Hope to see another uh, Street Fighter tournament as well. That'd be that'd be fun. How'd that how'd that work out? By the way, uh, it was pretty good. Only seven people showed up, but <laughs> uh, but it was fun. Everyone had a good time. You know, we had a bunch of people watching and just hanging out and whatever. And I think a lot of people had some reality checks of how good they were or were not. Uh, <laughs> as per usual, uh, Izu. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still gonna talk shit to Izu as soon as I see him. I hope we see him today. I don't know if he's gonna be there, but. <laughs> oh wait, are, are you are you coming to the house? Yeah, I'm gonna come by right after this, basically. So. Oh, nice. All right, yeah. see you in a bit. Yeah. Juice, uh, where you at? Uh, I'm uh, so I'm I'm, I'm in a new spot. I mean, if hey, you he got that link tree. Hey, yo, Definitely. he's got the tree. Hey, you know, got the link tree finally. You know, you know what I'm saying. I had to link it up. He's got the tree. I've been slipping on the on the link tree situation, but yeah, um, yeah, no, I just I just I just moved moved to uh, to a to a new spot, so I got out of uh, got out of the Hayward apartment, and now I'm. Living here in this, in this in this party house, so living fine, right after, dog. Right after this, I'm about to go start getting messed up. So it's gonna be fuck. I'm so jealous. <laughs> fun, fun Sunday. Let's go, fuck dude. yeah. Kyle, fuck yeah. Where you oh, at yeah, that's me. on that Final Fantasy grind, dude? That's where I'm at. Yeah, bro. I'm addicted to Final Fantasy. Oh, you got the playing. beacons. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, bro. Uh, all my shit's there. You can find. Or, that's my Twitch account. I just commented from. Um, yeah, I might be live after this for a bit. Final Fantasy, uh, Car Rider. Who knows? We'll figure it out. Lots of lots of weeb shit. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. playing yeah, some yeah. games and shit. Um, definitely. Uh, we're we're gonna work on a little more, a uh, little more scheduling. Uh, get some side quests going where we're all just gonna group up together and play some play some dumb shit. Um, me, of course, I only got one right now that really matters of <laughs> getting back on the Twitch grind, uh, thinking of putting out more, uh, of the, the early access game content. Uh, so you don't have to buy shitty games. You know, you can come, come watch the, come watch the YouTubes a little bit. See if you like the game before you drop $30 on an early access title. That's only two hours long. Uh, <laughs> I'll do that as long as I live, man. I don't know. Yeah, I'll, for I'll real, waste all right? the money. I fucking I can't stop myself, dude. It's like an addiction. It really is. And honestly, half of them I buy them, and I don't even get to figure out if they're good or not because they just sit in my library. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, the struggle. Oh, it hurts. The reality check. Fuck. Ouch. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's been lovely talking to you guys, Brett. Thanks again for joining. If I could just put in one last little message to anyone who's ever had an interest in playing a fighting game. Um, the best time, and this is a, a well-received thing for a lot of, from a lot of people, but the best time to start playing a fighting game is the first month that comes out because everything is sloppy and uncoordinated and nobody knows what's going on and it's raw and it's beautiful and everyone's having fun and it's great. And the next best time 
is literally whenever you want because there will always be communities to help you play and if you have any interest if you've ever had an interest in playing a fighting game just do it there's some weird like feral thing inside of you that will just love this game and love whatever it is about it and I, I just want more people to play fighting games so like with all the big titans coming out with their new titles just try them I guarantee you'll love one of them and there, there is a special fire that comes up when you <laughs> when you're good at a fighting game and you just you yeah. just fucking consistently win for sure even when you lose sometimes you just love the process it depends on the person but mm-hmm. yeah just saying, if you ever had an interest I, I urge you just try it you'll find something you love about that game and love the shit out of that thing and you'll get better over time guaranteed is this true i mean we we got we got people uh we got espion here we got cub we got a couple other fighter uh fighting game people within the discord like just come in hang out um i mean if we're not in the discord make friends reach out to them they got to have their discords um so like the fighting the fighting game is a scene and it's it is fun it is for sure um but yeah that's uh yeah episode six in the bag gamers let's go hope you all had a good time brett thank you for like the fourth time appreciate it so much we uh been been meaning to get you on for a while um next episode's gonna be really interesting uh we're actually going to be meeting with uh one of my one of my old kind of like i wouldn't say concept artist kind of like logo artist uh who is currently working on her phd in basically gaming psychology uh so next episode is going to be mostly about how how gaming has shaped the average person uh from you know anywhere from just solo play games to online experiences to just how how it's been morphing over the course of the last what 30 30 plus years uh so that should be a fun one uh to go in. i'm really excited for that uh hope everyone else is and yeah okay we'll have this up yeah. on youtube asap and i hope to see you all next episode let's get it bye, bye. let's get it <laughs>